Welcome to The Strongman Say. Today we have Australia's strongest and sleepiest man, Mr. Oh. Josh Pataka. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Joining us on the podcast today. Uh, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, today we're going to kick off with just like a bit of an overview of, I mean, the biggest comp of the year. Australia's strongest man and Australia's strongest woman. Yeah, probably a lot better than last year's in terms of like crowd, hype. Getting bigger and bigger each year. It was awesome. The crowd was huge. Great I wasn't events. expecting that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, meat stock, beer, meat. Yeah. I was talking to Josh just before about it. We like bumped into someone after the competition. Um, Cause I, I was just hanging out with Barry from Northside. And he was like, oh, check out the car over there. So like we went over and checked out this car. And then um, the lady, the lady whose husband's car it was, was like, you guys are the strong men. We're like, yeah. It's, uh, like, did you watch it? It's like, everyone was there. It was like, I think it was yeah. quite obvious. Like, it was quite a few people cycling through, checking out some of the events, yeah. you know, yeah. when they got the chance to. When you see a grandstand that's like still full between events, normally people like flood out, come back yeah. in between events. When yeah. it stays reasonably full for the whole day, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah I was um, like, wandering around and someone said, Oh, like, are you guys here for the strong man? We're like, Yeah, yeah. He's like, Oh, it's over there. Yeah, we can hear it. Yeah. Like the whole, yeah. whole showgrounds can Man, hear thanks, everybody screaming. Sam will serve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the crowd, like the crowd just roared when someone was like close or, you know, for some of the deadlifts that yeah. were like grinds or whatever the event was where yeah. it was like close. Yeah. The crowd was just like deafening. It was really, really cool. It made me super jealous because like that's, we haven't had a good crowd like that in Strongman in Australia for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. That's been the biggest outside like of Expos. Arnold's, yeah. Arnold's used to be that. Right? Arnold's used to be grandstand, big crowd. Oh, that's where I first saw you guys competing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look, what, what would that have been? Like 2014 or something? 2015 to 2019? Yeah. yeah I think it probably, years it's probably the 2015 one. Because yeah. that's, that's yeah. the one Eddie Hall did his world record deadlift or something at, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was the very first Arnold's that crossed from Fit Fact. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fit. Yeah. Fit X. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because me and my cousins used to go to the FedEx one, and then when it was the Arnold's, were like, this is like America. Like, there yeah. were some famous people <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, they had really big names first year. They had Eddie, Brian, oh. Zadrunas came the second, the second year. year. Yeah. Four was so big. Yeah, uh, yeah. crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like had his daughter, and it's like, yeah. not even like, she's not even the size of his forearm yeah. yet. Like, Crazy. yeah. Yeah, we should have had like a hashtag or tag thing up for ASM. Because I saw heaps of people in the crowd when someone did something, everyone just pulled out a phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. People that weren't even... No, people that had, had no, no idea, idea about strong on. man, strong woman. People yeah. were filming it. Just... Yeah. It was really, really cool to see. But an awesome weekend. Like, uh, not just from the crowd perspective, but the competition, how it ran, officiating, the whole deal, I thought was one of the better comps that we've seen come together. Yeah, mm. it was heavy. It was simple. Yeah, simple, strong, and it man, well. heavy, and the competitiveness in the groups, like a few standout yeah. players in both weight classes, over the eight events, but some really, really tight competition for some of those places, especially like in both classes. We saw, you know, one and two kind of pull away, but third, like the podium spot was really really highly contested yeah. in both groups it's like half a point between like five of the women or something wasn't it's there crazy yeah, yeah. there's like if one of them like stone to shoulder it was all super super close yeah that was yeah. wild and it's like you know like you could have been like sixth or eighth or whatever yeah. or third like depending on how you went yeah. stone like that yeah that's 
And, like, I think the way that, like, Sam was, um, like, announcing, he sort of made it clear to the crowd that that's what was going on. So I think it sort of G'd everyone up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, make them realise, like, how close the competition is and, like, what the standard is. There was probably, like, four events like that, though. Yeah. Like, if you look at the tyre flip, there was probably, like, five places within <laughs> ten seconds. <laughs> the both, men, both the men's men tyre was so yeah, brutal. Day one was super tight. The Quest Stone Carry. Yeah. Yeah. I think the distance from, like, the women coming, like, fourth and first was half a lap. Yeah. yeah. Um, the grip event was kind of the same as well. Yeah. So could have flipped the points so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Heck. Yeah. No, I, I think the highlight of the stone carry though was Ryan going, going full nap <laughs> mode halfway <laughs> through his carry. That was yeah. one of the most and impressive Chris things. Going, the, the tracks over there, man. He's yeah. like, oh, sorry. <laughs> one of the most impressive things that I saw was there was a strongman guy, Joshy, who uh, the, the quest stone carry, it's 170 kilo stone. He picks it up, takes three steps, looks wobbly as fuck. Yeah. Like, and we're, we're, all, we're all betting on him taking this event. Like, I was like, he was a big guy. He moves well. He's athletic. Like, this Long should be arms. his event. Long arms. So he can get right around it. Yeah. And he takes three or four steps. I'm like, what's going on? And he steps into the middle of the circle, looking totally dazed. Yeah, pale. Pale. Yeah. Like, and uh, he literally just, like, blacked out standing up. Didn't let go of the stone. Like, literally was just, like... In an absolute daze, Sean said, you've got to step back onto in, out of the circle. And I spoke to Sean and he, his words were, which way? Yeah. <laughs> where, where am I? And then proceeded to jump back on into the ring and then win the event. What? Yeah, he did like yeah. three or three and a half laps or something Wild. like that. It was, that was yeah. really impressive. Yeah, and then when he went to put the stone down, it was like, it was fairly graceful for the first half of it. And then he like, it dropped it because it was obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, highlight of the weekend? Women's axle was good. Yeah, mine too. Women's yeah. axle was good. That was wild. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that we have women that can even get close or challenge to a world record, record has never been the case for yeah. overheads. Yeah, agreed. Like the women have always been behind on deadlifts, yeah. static strength. Yeah. So that's a huge step. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Men, that was hard actually to say. wild though. Men, the deadlifts really impressive. Kind of similar thing. Like the heavyweight men have never been able to, through depth, deadlift that heavy not not that many people at that no time. it was pretty Never. wild though we had like four people at the 360 like that's what like nearly 800 pounds like yeah you, you don't get a like a heap of people at most comps you rewind like that. a couple of years you for australia to deadlift man. more than most heavyweights yeah yeah like I could, yeah i <laughs> could compete in the deadlift you know not now yeah. like it's um not the, with Hank the around. Depth. Huh? Not with Hank around. Yeah, not yeah. with Hank around. Damn him and his leaders. Uh, RP yeah. 390. Yeah, like 400 up here, yeah, 100%. Like, the 390 was ridiculous. Yeah. I, love, I love him walking up every time he had an attempt and the crowd's going nuts. Like, yeah, this is Hank. He's going to be great. And he's just sort of like, yeah, he's just long guys. So chill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm warming up. Right, it's, only, it's only 390. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Don't make a fuss. I think definitely my like peak highlight was the female axle though. Yeah. Like, that doesn't get much better than that. Um, Nicole winning Yep like Katie winning Yeah oh, Overall Overall and yep. stuff like that Like Nicole winning yep. uh, No real big surprise there She's a freak <laughs> She's absolutely Consistent But yeah. has also got the most experience too Very strong Experience Very level headed backstage One of the best built calm. Heavyweight strong women Or like open strong women that we have Yep um, She's just like built for strong women Well she's been doing it for like over a decade Super now. experienced and just super strong. And she's just so consistent across all the events. Like yeah. she did, didn't really have a bad event across the days. Yeah. Um, Tire flip was probably the worst. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, the tyres were like, they were quite interesting. Because um, I remember we, uh, Mason really wanted someone to go up and test the um, test the equipment at one point. Yeah. Um, so I went up with Fatty and Jihad and they actually, like, obviously I think your initial reaction with like a tyre is you think like I'll just sort of go like a sumo stance or go like hands inside my knees sort of thing if you don't know anything about flipping tyres. Yes. And I went to do that and there's just no grip because like the angle of the tread meant that you didn't have any grip. You have to use your chest against it, which I think is like sort of what people accept. You've got to also like remember when you take your yeah. hands out wider, you gain a lot of height yeah, on the that top. pick too yeah. versus like having a long arm at the bottom. Yeah. You're not really getting any height or le- leverage from the tyre. So, yeah. um, I mean, most guys, I think all guys went a wider hand position, close foot position. Yeah, the wider you could go, the better because yeah. you can get your chest lower because yeah. it was a heavy tyre, but it was also very low for a heavy tyre. Yeah. It was mm. dense. Yeah. Like our one here is... Probably the same weight or lighter. Probably a little bit lighter. But it's like tall. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to like wedge yourself down. Um, Female podiums. So we've got Nicole, Megan Clark, Nicole White. Yeah. Huge podium. Great job. Yeah. Two essentially 82s. Yeah, exactly. Like two 82s coming up to the females. Like that opens and sort of giving a red hot crack, um, which is super impressive too. Because is Nicole doing middleweights? Yep. As well, so like yeah, both so will be at middleweight and Holtzfeller after that. Yeah, <laughs> both, both doing the full meat yeah. stock tour. Yeah. So like both those eighty two is going to middleweight series after doing um, ASW yep. as well and um, podiuming, which is massive because it shows the level that our eighty twos are at. Yeah, it probably also shows that compared to the heavyweight men's at the moment. Yep, we sort of still need to see the heavyweight women sort of come up a little bit as well to the yep. point where like the depth is. Some people pushing Nicole a little bit harder. That's the deepest women's lineup oh, ever, ever, ages. Yeah, for far. sure. The fact that the weight class athletes are at such a high level, yeah, and they're hitting those kind of loads and giving it to open women, yeah, is enormous as well. So really, really impressive. And then uh, obviously Josh, number one, yep. Australia's strongest man, number one. <laughs> uh, but then also like a huge podium like Ryan yep. coming second. So two relatively unknown players at yep. an ASM coming through. People that no one Ryan, really had any idea so of. Ryan is so tall. <laughs> he's a big he's guy. Tall. Yeah. He doesn't look I, tall in videos. Yeah. yeah, I was like watching his videos of his yoke and I was just like, oh, that must be like one of the shorter versions of like the standard yeah. submit yoke and da da da. Just because his proportions. And yeah. then you see him in real life and you're like, yeah. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, like when we Could first carry another 10, 15 kilos so comfortably. Yeah. yeah. When we first went to New South. That's the scary we went thing up there too. To yes. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I like met him in person because yeah. I've been coaching him. And I was just like, you're taller than Corey. Yeah. He's <laughs> not <laughs> what I was expecting. Yeah. That's Corey. Yeah. Must be like 6'5". Yeah, he's tall. He's but still tall. He's like 6'6 six, six or something. Yeah. yeah. Tall um, me. And then Macaulay. So all three debutantes, like all new yep. players in the ASM field sort of yeah. taking that out. Um, I mean, I got my prediction right for who won. Yeah. I picked you. Well, we both picked. <laughs> yeah. we, sort of, we both picked the winners as Nicole and yourself. Yeah. Um, I wrote down event by event because I wouldn't be able to just pick three names. Mm. And sort of went, oh, yeah, everyone will go here. Maths. And then did the math and then you popped out on top. And I was like, well, you don't really have a bad event. Yeah. It's also really hard to pick because, like, you're a good example of this, but there's a lot of examples of these, this where – a lot of the competitors, like Lee and I have been doing this for eight, nine years now. Mm. We've, I've been to four or five ASMs and competed. I've coached at pretty much every 
ASM that's been here since I started coaching, basically. Yeah. Mm. And seen all the guys and the girls for quite some time. Over COVID, there's this like two year break mm. when the last two years, there's a lot of new names and faces coming into the sport that like, we really have no idea who they are. Like mm. we haven't really seen them compete in a lot of big comps or comps that are kind of like in fairness over our side. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if they're this side or the other side of Australia or wherever it might be, we don't know who a lot of these players are, even like New South Wales and Queensland. It's because all the heavyweights don't post anything. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, like, they're, ter- they're terrible at it. Yeah. Yeah, we're, like, we're busy napping. Like, if, if you come into a comp and you're just like, oh, why don't you think I'll do well? It's like, because you don't post anything. Yeah. That's, what, don't that's what was so hard to pick. Yeah. Like, or like you haven't been in it long enough to be a name that is like a familiar name in the sport yeah. that we're aware of yet because yeah. it takes time. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've only been in the strongman nothing. world for like, huh? I said Macaulay's posted nothing. No, so yeah, all yeah, I've got yeah, to go yeah, off much. is Tamworth yeah. 20 yeah, yeah. <laughs> 18 when yeah. I saw him. Yeah, yeah, ago yeah, yeah. I yeah. down there. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, um, like, I, I tried to put up just like some heavy stuff. I, I, I'm trying to get my head around like being comfortable with like posting more stuff on social yeah. media because I, I find. I, I feel like I'm getting into like a bit of a rut and like staring at my phone too much if I like start posting hands. Watching memes? Yeah. Monkey, <laughs> monkey memes. <laughs> monkey memes. <laughs> no, he's getting like endorphins from all the likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the likes, yeah all the now shares. he's on it. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, gratitude. Oh, I've only got 50 <laughs> likes to leave. <laughs> Scrap that. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it definitely, it definitely helps though with the exposure for the sport because like yeah. a lot of those top guys, like I've noticed um, AS is getting on top of this as well. Like they're, they're resharing a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Um, and I've also I didn't realize this until I sort of spoke to Fatty, um, like at the comp. But you know, you've got like World's Strongest Fan is like a great example of this. You got yeah. pages out there where if you are sharing content, it sort of like builds your name and yeah, a bit of sure. like awareness for yeah. you know what you're good at. And yeah. for you, you as know. an individual and us as a sport in Australia, and Lee and I are so big on this as well because people need to be posting content mm. to put us on the map and for us to get a look in for bigger comps or to get yeah. the country recognition as a strong man country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because for so long, we're just the fucking island on the other side of the world. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's like, just the skips. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's countries where everyone's like, oh man, they're just so strong over there. So like Australia didn't get a mention there for a long time and it's definitely starting to. Yeah. Like we're definitely putting people on the map or like mm. athletes putting themselves on the map starting to put us on the map as a country who compete in strength sports. Yeah, mm. I think when we started doing the sport, though, like, you just posted every day or, like, you yeah. just posted every week because, like, <laughs> yeah. it didn't really matter. Yeah, it's it wasn't different super game competitive. Yeah. It was it's just, like, a game. journal. Yeah. Um, so we're just so used to that we continue on. Yeah. Women are generally great for it. Mm. But that's why there's so much hype coming into comp because everybody knows what everybody's been doing. They yeah. know their ups, their downs. Well, I you're like, you're attached the, to the journey. I noticed that with the overhead stuff, actually, online. Like with with the women, like you saw, like I think Nicole like posted like a one fifteen or something. Yeah. Then Katie posted like yeah pushes people too in training. Yeah, yeah, they all start they all yeah. start like posting it up and like yeah. you know yeah I think heavyweights are just too cool. Touch screens are a curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buttons at once. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it's which is fine if you just want to fly under the radar, but obviously if everyone flies under the radar, then. Yeah. No one knows you exist. Yeah, as as a sport, no one knows what the heavyweights are doing. So yeah, um, yeah. So ASM uh, and you, you won ASM. Mm. Congratulations, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how how was your lead up to ASM? Like you've been in the sport for 
12 months, 18 months, like not long, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think um, obviously I got, I've got a bit of like competing experience and like a bit of um, experience with training Yeah, maybe we stuff. maybe we step it back for you a little bit and start with day, the other day side. One, day one in the gym. Yeah, so like day one in the gym, right? Like so sports as a kid. So 20, <laughs> 20 what was it, 2014 at Mazza's gym? When, when were you born? Yeah. To 2010? <laughs> I'm only like three or four years younger than you, man. Yeah. Someone told me he thought I was 23. Yeah, I was I'm just like, like 24, I'm not that 25. Much of a kid. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, 27 years old. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. past his prime. It's fine. Yeah. He's got one one year left. No, I think <laughs> I, I started training like in the gym for like sport and stuff like that, like basketball. And, so did you uh, play sports as a kid? Yeah, yeah. Played played a fair bit of basketball. Um, I. I think the only other sport I really played at school was table tennis because uh, that became an option in VCE. <laughs> right, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had an injury when no. I was a kid. I couldn't yeah. leave the house. Tore, tore so my car from really a powerful yeah. overhand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I, I switched to table tennis because I was starting to like get into the gym. Um, that, that's actually like why I did that. So, wait, like so wait, like you, you started going to the gym for table 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 tennis or you started going to the gym because you were playing table tennis only? Uh, no, no, I started going to play table tennis as my Saturday sport because it was compulsory at school. Okay. Um, so we, I started playing... What school did you go to? Normal grammar. Yeah, they have Saturday <laughs> sport. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so I started doing table tennis when I found that you could do... Like, they had, like, a really good gym at school. Yeah. Um, so I was just doing that because then I wouldn't be cooked... Um, from sport training. during the week yeah. and training and all that and like table tennis training was literally like just go and get like the the tables out and like play or whatever <laughs> yeah so I think after like year 11 like we did like a summer season for basketball yep. as well I was in the first of that um, I was like this is really good but like a lot of these guys are looking to like get scholarships overseas and stuff like yep. that and they're a bit taller than me and they're a lot better um, and I'm like too big I'm like I'm like the strong kid and I don't want to do rugby either yeah so yeah, I like I, I spoke to the teachers and yeah, they put together like a table tennis tape <laughs> team. <laughs> and I so did that. Josh wants like to save his game, so he wants to move over to table tennis. <laughs> and I did, I did, I did. I did uh, yeah, no, I was doing bodybuilding training, yeah. um, like in the gym, like we all do, like getting yeah. my programs off bodybuilding.com. And then um, after maybe like two or three years of that, like when I was about seventeen. Um, I started training at a local commercial gym and some guy just came up to me and went, you just did 180 kilos with no warm-up on the deadlift and, like, I know you've never done that exercise before because your form was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought Backhand about powerlifting? Yeah. Yeah, so his name was Kelvin. Really, really good dude. Um, he's, he, like, gave me, like, my soft suit, knee sleeves, belt, all oh. that sort of stuff, which introduced me to, like, um, the idea of, you know, the strength training community and, like, how supportive it is. Yeah. Um, and I ended up sticking with that for like maybe eight years. I went overseas a couple of times with that. Yeah. And then over COVID, did like a massive weight cut, lost a lot of strength because I thought I was going to join the army. Um, but then ended up getting a trade locally. So I started doing that. Yeah. And then, yeah, moved down here. So when you can give us a bit of a history of your powerlifting career. Um, so powerlifting, uh, where did I start? So you started at like 17, 18 by the sounds? Yeah. So my first comp, I got the deadlift and the total national record for the sub juniors. Yeah. Um, in Federation? Uh, powerlifting Australia. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Can't hold that against him, can you? I was there was the thing back you then. You trained at Mazza's gym though, right? Uh, yeah. Was that a lap? Yeah. See, that seems like the opposite, yeah. right? No, but Wilk seemed to make a lot of special exceptions for me. <laughs> I think once you get like a national record, it doesn't matter yeah. where. Like, you know. Plus, Mazza's kind of scary, so. Yeah. Oh, Mazza Maz actually introduced me to Strongman. Like he, he was, I think he was I trying to like sort of egg me on. Yeah. Huh? I forgot he did it for a yeah, little while did. for a brief yeah. moment. Yeah, well, he um he was trying to convince me to do it. So he had me like doing like Atlas stone lifts and stuff like that. And, yeah. Like I'd invite my mates down because I'm like, this guy just has like these boulders and the sticky stuff you put yeah. on your arms. <laughs> and he's just like, and then like there's this weird like log implement like you put over your head and like the way he deadlifts as well. Like sometimes you like you're doing it on blocks or wagon wheels or whatever. I was, yeah. It was like so much fun just doing yeah. like a variation of it. Yeah. Because I just probably been doing squat bench press and deadlift. Yeah. Never yeah, touched yeah, the yeah. overhead, never touched and like probably some weird looking Very implement. much like uh, specific, like the way they usually program in PA mm. is very like a oh, lot of sub maximal stuff, a lot of high frequency squat bench deadlift. Dead yeah, or like oh, accessories. No yeah. deadlift. Well, I, I, I did 531 to start with. Okay. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then I did the. Um, it runs what, intro. Yeah. What, what's the. Is it. Um, what's the uh, bench press and squat? Peaking program where Smolov. it's like Smolov. Yeah, I did Smolov. Smolov I did Smolov Junior like twice yeah. in a row for one of my comps. Came yeah. out with like horrendous joint pain, like in my <laughs> elbows and knees, and like my yep. back was sore. And then after that, um, my mate Kelvin, who got me into powerlifting, he's like, You need to get a coach. Yeah. He's like, he might not be the best. He might not be like, you know, like have um, like a lot of uh, good standing in the sport as a whole, but like Wilkes. Go Sam, go to Melbourne Uni. Like, there's a lot yeah. of like really knowledgeable but people. But he did there. have good standing in the sport at that time. Yeah, Just yeah. People still thought time. he was a bit not across other federations. Yeah, but in powerlifting Australia. Yeah, but it's yeah. like it's <laughs> easy when you're the one who's like paying for everything out of your pockets to be seen as like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He he did he did do a lot of good things for like athletes and stuff. Like there was yeah. some like I remember one of my mates uh, Tony Ryanmuth. He um he was like between jobs at one point and um like he ended up just paying for all his flights, his accommodation, and everything yeah. to get him over to Worlds. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, I'll definitely like credit him with that. Like he does yeah. he did do some good stuff back then. But yeah, obviously it's a bit of a questionable character these days. I yeah. think um yeah he uh yeah when I started training with him he just I like walked in and I did some like lifts and he's just like it's terrible you know like he's watching my squat and I was like doing a squat morning and, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like you go down and it's fine and then it just falls apart you're useless you need coaching you need a psychologist and he, he just did say like every session he just abused me yeah. yeah which like somehow like made me train a little bit harder and yeah um, suddenly you seem nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Saint. you can ramp up yeah yeah no that's why you wonder why I'm so calm at like yeah, competitions yeah. and stuff. I haven't got like this old man screaming at me going yeah, like, yeah. useless, like so sit down. You give it another five years. So you went to Worlds in those times? Um, so I qualified for IPF Worlds in yep. 2017, yep. but I got a nearly grade three tear in my pec. Like okay. I nearly fully ruptured the lower yep. um, lower fibres in my pec on the right-hand side. So I dropped out of it because I, I just thought, like I had, um, I don't know how to say his name, it's Palov... Uh, yeah, you know the guys at World's Strongest Man now and like did the Arnold's just recently yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like he, he won small that one I think work. yeah yeah not small he was not small then he was like 155 yeah. kilos and yeah. lean like he had abs yeah um, no nah, he uh, so like he won that one and I think there was like a, um, I think 
Luke Richardson was also potentially at that one. Yep. But like, yeah, I missed out on like meeting all these cool people there. Yep. I was kind of bummed. But um, yeah, so I dropped out of that one. And I ended up doing uh, nationals that year um, afterwards. Yeah, still with a hole in my peck, but I still managed like a one eighty five bench. Yeah, and I totaled I think eight hundred. At what body? Uh, sorry, what age? Uh, that was twenty. Twenty years old, eight hundred yeah. kilo total. Yeah, squat bench dead. Uh, I think squat was three hundred. Yeah, bench was. 180 something and then deadlift was um 310 or 315 yeah. you're a bit bigger back then weren't you uh i'm actually a similar size to what i was when i did that total yeah um when i did world powerlifting worlds in 2019 um i think i was about like 156 or 158 yeah. or something a little bit like heavier yeah and what were your numbers there this is in sleeves also by the way yeah um, um so i just come off of like a lot of patella tendinopathy so there wasn't a whole lot of change in my squat it was yep. a lower rpe 300 yeah still um i did like a 205 or a 210 bench yeah um and i did a 320 or 325 deadlift yep. Yeah, so I think that was like an 8.30 total that yep. I did there. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, as I said, I had like a long period where I was working with a different coach yep. after Wilkes just to sort of like repair my body because I got quite banged up doing yeah. the Wilkes style of training. And so what led you into Strongman? Like what was the what was the instigator for you to start leading into Strongman? Um, a few things. I, I did – there was a charity comp that Sam was her friend called uh, Lifting for Luca. Yep. So yep. I went and um, – I went and did that with a few of my powerlifting buddies. Um, and, well, like, speaking of Tony Reinmuth, I mentioned earlier, he did that with me um, yep. and one of my mates, Nick. They, um, yeah, we, like, just rocked up to have a bit of fun. And I saw, like, Fatty and Jihad there. Um, and, like, I already knew who Sam LeSurf was and who, like, Josh Bourne and stuff were. Yep. I think they were they were running it um, through – I knew them through Buddha because I think I was living in Greensboro with him at the time in Melbourne. Um, but, yeah, after, after I did the comp, I think I came fourth or something. And then um, – Buddha was just like, have you thought about becoming like a lightweight strongman? I'm like, nah, man, I want to be a heavyweight again. Yeah. So I, was like, I, I think I was like 110 yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um, like I'd done a massive weight cut over COVID. Yeah. Um, it was like a 45 kilo body weight drop. Um, and yeah, he, he just went um, like, well, I think you should definitely like consider at least trying like a lightweight comp or do like a novice heavyweight one. Yeah. Um, so I think I signed up for compound, I think it was my next one at, uh, compound chaos or carnage or whatever it's called. Oh, con- the compound first Conception? one. Nah, that's no, the Adela- that was the Adelaide comp. Yeah, it's just oh. the first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that we did at the compound. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the second compound chaos that he ran. Yeah, yeah. So Not that was the one we did. Oh, no. One. no, yeah, no. You did you did the original one. Yeah. I think I did the second one. That that was the one where Jordan won. Um, and I think Sean Gillen came second. Okay, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I think that was my like that was my first comp with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one where I like passed out on the frame carry, <laughs> like right at the end, yeah. <laughs> last two meters of the oh, carry. Oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, there's a few meme videos yeah. out there. Anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, did that one, and then I think the next one was Battle in the Bay. Yeah, and then Northside Strongest, Vix, and then ASM. Yeah, so five comps. Yep. 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 Uh, very different to powerlifting. Like yeah, very different because it in powerlifting you're obviously like trying to like win the lifts. Yeah, because like that's you know you, you like need to have the highest lifts overall to get the total. Yes, it was like strongman is very different. It's like you can just consistently be pretty good at everything. Yeah, I mean the idea is to win everything. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Nice. Yeah, 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 but hundred. The the goal is to have 
as little holes as possible and lose mm. as little points and do really well in your strong events. I guess. You can also just take second on an event, even though you could win it, if you're trying to save, save energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, each comp's different. Yeah. Yeah. Depends who you're competing against and how tight it is. Yeah. Um, what made you stay? So, like, you did that first, like, sort of, like, introductory comp for, like, lifting for Luca. And then what was what was the key thing that sort of went, you know what, I've been a really good powerlifter, but I'm going to change over and I'm going to give Strongman a crack? I think um, just how fun it was. Like, there's so much variation in it. Yeah. I feel like after doing like nearly nine years of just squat, bench, deadlift, I was pretty sick of doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, totally fair. Um, yeah, and like I, I didn't, I don't know, like I have noticed like the longer I've done it, like the less beat up I am. Yep. Um, whereas like powerlifting, I was finding like my hips were sore, my back was sore. Yep. Um, like I had like 18 facet joint sprains or something over my powerlifting career in my lower back. Because you're pushing for one rep maxes. Yeah, all the time. Single time. Yeah. yeah. That's the goal. And repetitive movement patterns. It's like, yeah, yeah it's ma- mainly patterns. the repetitive movement. Yeah. But like, because I think yeah. at the at the time, like I had some weird imbalance in my hips, which was causing my like pelvis to shift. Yep. Um, so yeah, it would just go and then I'd be out for like two, three weeks. Yeah. Um, and it was so frustrating. But yeah, with Strongman, because you get the variation of movement, like there's a lot of dynamic stuff in there. I think it keeps me like really healthy. Um, and obviously, like, there's a lot of, like, fitness stuff involved as well. So, yeah, yeah it's nice walking up a set of stairs and being slightly less out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moderately uh, out of yeah, breath. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, still, still a big guy, but, yeah. Like I, I, like, I feel fit enough to actually, like, do everyday tasks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I try to tell a lot of people that start in Strongman that, like, once... Once you kind of get stronger than the comps, mm. becomes a lot more fun mm. and yeah. far less like yeah. taxing. Yeah. Well, Whereas like, when all the comps are just above what you can do, it just breaks you every single yeah. prep. Yeah. Well, that that was the interesting thing I found at ASM is because like pretty much every comp I've done, there's been people there who like the weight has just been too heavy. Like it's yep. you know they're just they're like you know they're going balls out. They're just like nah, stuff it. I'll just give it a crack. Um, which is good. Like, I think it's important that people do that because it makes them train harder. They realise where the standard's at. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like at ASM, I don't think there was really any events, like, or, like, there were a lot of events where people zeroed anything. Like, we I think pretty much... about that with yeah. middleweight series and ASM. We think that the loads are great, but they're not as, like, typically heavy as what they have been in some years as well. Like, it yep. seems that, like, they're very achievable for most, but also still yeah. hard. So it becomes it's like a still a competition. Yeah, yeah, still at the standard. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Which when you look at the pro level, that's the same Exactly thing, what you know, they do, the, yeah, 100%. The pro guys deadlift a 360 yeah. axle when they can do yes. 430, 440. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But they do it for a lot of reps. Yeah. World's Strongest Man's the same. Like most of the winners on a Viking, a squad, a deadlift... It's like 12 reps. Yeah, it's a lot of reps. Shit. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> like, you shouldn't be doing 12 reps. Yeah, half like, the people mm. should zero and the winner should get three. It's like people yeah. do zero. <laughs> yeah, it's nah. like, no, because that's power That's, not a, yeah, that's yeah. not a competition either, you know. Yeah. Although I do I do think um, in terms of like the entertainment factor, I think there needs to be like a, a bit of a struggle because like Strongman's obviously a bit about like yeah. the show or the performance but The good thing is with like the yep. max events and stuff like that in there mm. and like some rep events, there is a struggle at yeah. rep five. You yeah. know, at the top end of the deadlift. Yeah. You know, so like that's the difference, I think. Yeah. Well, like a, an example at ASM, right? I feel like the tire flip, like I know I was saying it was like quite difficult to pick and like I did all five, but like I think it was good that we had like people who sort of like didn't get a rep. Yeah. Maybe got one or two. The tire flip in the men Some people really didn't quite actually. make it to five. Yeah. And then yeah. there were people who just blitzed it. Yeah. You know. Um, Which is kind of where it should be. Yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. 
Um, your lead up for ASM. Mm. How how was it? Did you have a relatively good prep? Did you have any hurdles? How did you feel like your lead up for ASM went? Um, I really think the only hurdle I had was just like being made redundant at work. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. it was perfect training wise. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, that sounds great for a prep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah like, Full time athlete yeah. with zero money, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pro strong man, currently looking for a day job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll lift um, things for cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll go lift things on the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll pick you up for cash. <laughs> Could be a um, you could be a busker. Yeah. <laughs> you just stand on the side and like Geelong CBD. Point at something. I'll lift. Yeah, it. yeah. Lift some stuff. Yeah. Feet yeah. <laughs> some strength. Bring it back to like uh, strongman circus. I'll, yeah. ca- I'll carry your shopping. Yeah, to yeah. Your okay. Car for yeah, you. yeah, yeah. You can put, work at Woolworths. Put this belt on. I'll press you over yeah. my head one-handed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, the prep. I don't know. I think um, the only the only time I really experienced any like pain or like niggles or anything that sort of like. Um, sort of felt like maybe there was a bit of an issue. It was like after I pulled that 380, um, I went and saw Ben and he's like, oh, there's a few adhesions in your left uh, left hamstring here. Yeah. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, please talk in layman's terms. It's like, I think it was a little tear. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, like I barely felt it. Yeah, it yeah. It's just like, yeah, I think it's just like an accumulative thing. Yeah. Um, so like outside of that, I don't think there was really like any, like I'm used to like running into something that like yeah. sort of slows me down, but I had like really good momentum the whole way through because yeah. I stayed okay. healthy and, you know, like training was like just really consistent. Diet was really consistent. Um, yeah. And right up until like two weeks out, like just had like a really like set routine, like with work yeah. and all that. And then had that two weeks of like, like I did my like heavy week and then had like my deload week. Yeah. So like the heavy week, week. Yeah. The taper yeah. week, I was like getting like 10 hours sleep a night. Yeah. And then the, the deload week was yeah. like the same again. Yeah. Because obviously didn't have to go to work. So yeah, it was pre- pretty good prep. In the lead up. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get much better to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Preps yeah. don't per- always perfect, go to like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost two weeks out yeah. from middle aren't we? I might just make myself redundant. Yeah, redundant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is the key. Two weeks off. All right. um, in the lead up, did you think or feel like you were going to win? Like, did you have confidence that you were going to win or did you feel like you had a chance to win? I thought I was going to podium. Yeah, um, just because, like, going back to what we were talking about with, like, the unknown, with, like, some of the athletes, I didn't really have any, like, way of, like, getting any, like, um, bearings on how strong people were or, like, what their good events were and stuff like that, which I think, in a way, like, made me really knuckle down on being, like, technically proficient and doing what I could because I know statically some of those guys were going to be, like, absolute monsters. Yeah, Um, Like, I was expecting, like, Sean Gillen and, like, Dylan Lockhart and a few of the other guys to, like, put up some massive axles. Mm. Um, But, yeah, obviously, like, we had the yoke first, so, like, leg drive was sort of a bit of an issue for all of us. Yeah. That, like, sort of sapped us a a fair bit of energy. Um, Yeah. But uh, I think, yeah, I think during during the prep, though, I definitely had, like, a very good, like – like I had a fair bit of confidence about it because everything was just going so smoothly and yep. the numbers were going up. Um, nothing was a real challenge to start with in terms of um, like when we when we did get up to doing the comp weights and stuff like that. Like I do them, and I was just like, oh, I can actually like I can do this. This is pretty cool. Yeah, I remember seeing you do four fifty at I think it was Northside mm. when you ran that a few weeks out. I was like, that was pretty quick. So that that was that, like, was, a, that was a work boot. PR. I forgot my my shoes that week. No, you sent me the video and I was like, bro. Put the right (laughs) shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was an hour and a half drive to get the right shoes. I wasn't going back. (laughs) Adapt for anything. Mm, I mean, you fucked it on the day, but that's all right. 
<laughs> just went out guns blazing, right? <laughs> you shit, you need a psychologist. <laughs> you need a oh, coach. <laughs> it started well and then it all just falls apart. Yeah. I told him as well, I was like, it's your first ASM. Do not rush it out of the gate. You'll get excited. Just make sure you hold your pace. Yeah. <laughs> and then he fucking took off when I saw him. I was like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that see, was expected. I said that, I said that to Ryan. <laughs> yeah. But he actually did it. Yeah. <laughs> and he actually went really slow. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, like Ryan, had, Ryan was so cool headed like the whole day. He was. Yeah. He's yeah. very I, chill. I don't know whether he was like freaking out in his head, but like he, he was super level headed. Yeah. Like some no, of those guys backstage were like real. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the mental game was like real good. He's got a good understanding of like where he's at. Yeah. And what he needs to do to bridge that gap. Yeah. And like. Mm. We had a plan for Axel and things like that to be like, all right, it's strategy. Everyone's stronger, but everyone's going to probably send it. Mm -hmm. If we can get this little bit up on people and they yeah, miss the their thirds. Yeah, the two and a half kilos or something. Yeah. And if people miss their thirds, like, you know, you land really well. Mm -hmm. um, Dumbbell just pulled that out of his ass. Yeah, that was impressive. The whole, yeah. the whole day it was you just like, like just, just, just look for one. one. Yeah. He's done a hundred yeah. before, but I know how challenging that big dumbbell yeah. is. Yeah, I, I found it quite interesting because that, that felt similar to doing like a standard submit, like 10 inch um, circus dumbbell. Yeah, that's what we've been trying to tell. Yeah, everyone did better than I thought, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. When I saw the size of it and like how the much the weight drops. Yeah, like people not controlling drops and losing time. I I love watching yeah. competitors and not just ASM, but just anywhere where they drop something and the implement goes flying. And they, stand, and they like stand five, there for six seconds. seconds waiting for someone to get it for like them. No one's coming for you. And it's like, you threw it. Go get it. It's, yeah. <laughs> go, get, go get your toy. <laughs> I just see it and I'm like, I've never done it because my first thought is just like, shit, 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 I fucked it up. Like, yeah. I've, I've got to go run and grab it. Yeah, like so I never waddle after it. Yeah, like yeah. I never stand kid. still for long enough to be like, is someone going to get it yeah, for me? Yeah. <laughs> but it just makes me laugh because I'm just like, you're just wasting time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you find your first two day comp? Like how were the days for you, both days? I was actually surprised how well I pulled up. Yeah. Um, I think uh, obviously like, like with the way that you structured the training and stuff, um, having like four events on one day for like part of that training was I think really good for me because it like sort of taught me how to like, because some, sometimes I'd have to do that on a Sunday and then come back on the Monday and like be fresh and ready to do like a heavy yoke or yep. something. So I think um, practicing that in the gym really helped with like conditioning for doing that two day mm -hmm. comp. Um, it definitely like just prepared me, you know, conditioning wise to, to do that. Cause I, th I think some of the guys like the, I think like Max McCall, he like, he got like food poisoning or something like that. Yeah. And a couple Nando's. of the other guys had like niggles from the day before. All the things. Did he, he go to Nando's? He said Nando's. Yeah. I was oh. like, Oh, not the Nando's. I love Nando's. Yeah, Nando's is delicious. <laughs> yeah. That's I was a like, safe I'd bet go to well, Nando's. It's a safe yeah. bet. Like, like Nando's is always get bang some on. Chicken and rice. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens when you steer away from salmon and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not used to our seats. Yeah, <laughs> knock you around. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So like day two I came in, like I was expecting to have like a sore, like a bit of doms in my lower back and stuff like that. I'd be tight in the hamstrings. I just wasn't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think just practicing that in um, training, which is something um, Jordan was saying to me as well when when he was doing his um, uh, like when when he did ASM last year, he was talking to some of the guys and like they were saying to him like for next year, like here's some like tips and stuff like that because he's yep. trying to like pick their brains on like what they mm. did. So like with that and um yeah, I think one thing that he took away from that was if you have like a day where you practice doing like four or five events all in one day that are like relatively heavy, when it comes to like 
the actual comp day, like you've been practicing doing that for yeah, your whole recovery. training cycle mm-hmm. and you practice like what it takes recovery wise. So then when you rock up for that second day, it's like you've just done a training session the day before and this is like the second day sort of I thing. I think also yeah. the plus was day one wasn't, besides like the, I mean the yoke and the axle heavy, but the back two events weren't overly taxing. It was, pre- yeah. it was pretty kindly it was easy way to finish. It was, a yeah. kind, it was a kind afternoon leading yeah. into it. Like the rep day and the, the second day starting with deadlifts and having all the reps, much harder day from a recovery standpoint. Yeah, I feel like a know. tire flip and a frame hold like on those two. Yeah, yeah not those, too bad. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not super taxing events. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I th- yeah, I think other than that though, like – yeah, just sort of like you just get the CNS fatigue like day to day and that, yep. that was about it. What does it mean to you to win ASM? <laughs> um, uh, it's pretty like it's pretty special. Uh, yep. So last year one of my mates passed away um, and he was like a super big fan of um, of Strongman. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I used to do choir with him back at school. Yep. Um, and he, he ended up going down that route. I think he, he used to do um, powerlifting and stuff at Melbourne Uni as well, yep. like just before I got there because he was a couple of years ahead of me. Um, and then, yeah, he went overseas and started travelling with that. Um, and he just always uploaded like videos of him in like Germany or like someplace in Italy. He's like found a rock in a, like a kid's playground. He's like pressing <laughs> it overhead. Yeah, yeah. He used to send me videos and stuff like that um, while I was doing powerlifting because we used to always like joke about like, oh, we should both just go do strongman. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just before he passed away, I remember having a conversation with him. He's just like, I've been watching your training, man. Like, I reckon you could take ASM. I'm like, I'll win it for you. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like obviously. He's, like, past now, but, yeah, I think um, I sort of had, like, a motivation going into that. It was, like, I've sort of, like, made a promise that I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna do it. So I think that also, like, made me train a lot harder. Yeah, and sure. be, like, consistent with stuff. Yeah. 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 So a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair bit. Yeah, it means a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and good. obviously, like... People turn around and go, oh, yeah, it doesn't mean that much. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It does. He told me that story in another story, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's, that's pretty special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, no, nah, uh, like my motivation for doing a lot of these sports, like uh, I think some guys do it for like clout and stuff like that, but like I genuinely get a lot of motivation out of like making like my parents proud and my, you know, my friends proud and yep. stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I think that's sort of, that's like my main driver. And then like on top of that, like you get messages from your mates being like, oh, that was an awesome lift, man. And then they send you like a video of theirs or like you say, I'm going to the gym the next day and upload it up on, on their Instagram. Like you've just done like a heavy deadlift and then they're going for like a PR the next day. Yeah. Because sure, they're like yeah. hyped up from watching Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching so, what you do. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of like, it's quite, quite motivating because you feel like sort of like a role model or yeah. Oh, like a positive 100%. influence. I mean, you have been dubbed... Australia's sleepiest man. Mm. As well as I'm incredibly sleepy man. right now. But <laughs> you've <laughs> also you've also been dubbed like uh, Australia's nicest, like strong strongest man. Do you know what I mean? Like the nice guy to win ASM, which is also probably very true. Those who don't know Josh or like train here as strong Geelong, he's like the guy who'll stop you set and help you unload your bar, load your bar. <laughs> yeah, like come over and yell at you if you have to do it. Like well, that's my secret. It's extra volume. Yeah, yeah all that extra lifting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just try personal training, bro. <laughs> do his load I, I was a personal trainer yeah, for a number of years. Yeah, yeah, back in Melbourne. Um, so yeah, I think it's uh, three great titles because i think they're probably all pretty apt yeah. <laughs> and vix yeah mm. you got the title of vix as well yeah, yeah. victoria's sleepiest man as yeah, well victoria's sleepiest <laughs> man. Yeah. uh what's next what's coming up uh next comes holes fellow yeah um so i've put in my qualifying lifts for that 
Um, I know I didn't ask for permission, but I did I my 160 it. log yesterday. Yeah, I saw yep. it. <laughs> yeah, you've got to practice that position. That yes. was a very lazy press. <laughs> <laughs> <No> comment. <laughs> um, yeah, so Hulsefella, and then hopefully if I place well there and I get an ASM invite for next year, I think because winning ASM gives you the invite for the pro show at the compound next year, I think. Uh-huh. I yeah, think that's okay. what I heard through the grapevine. Yep. So I'm thinking um, after that, be like OSG, pro show, ASM. So yep. I think I'll probably need like a bit of an off season yes. to like give the body a bit of a break and yep. then have like a good ramp up into OSG and yep. into that like competing season at the end. Which we haven't had many Australians go over to OSG as a heavyweight. I don't think, and I could be wrong, I don't think we've had an open heavyweight. We've had Masters. Yeah, I don't think but so. But I don't think we've had... I didn't want to say we haven't had any because... Someone will be like, bro, I went in 2000. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you forget me? Like, <laughs> Once again, heavyweight man. Yeah. Host your <laughs> shit. Yeah. Host shit. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't think I we really had any. We and like when, I, when I've been over there, like they're killers. Mm. Like the standard over there. Well, Matt Rag came third yeah, and last year, which is a fucking and He's a freak. Strong. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I just remember going over there and thinking like, these heavyweights don't look like our heavyweights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, Those 105s don't look like yeah, our 105s. 105s. Yeah, they're just like, oh, what's in the chicken over there? But it's better than ours. Yeah. Picks got abs. They're just big, yeah, <laughs> man, they're just huge. Like yeah. they look like 105s, but 40 kilos heavier. Like imagine a Ryan. They all look like Ryan's, but mm. carrying what Ryan should, like 150. You know, mm. there's um, big guys. How much Ty- does Ryan Tyler weigh? Cotton? Not enough. 130. <laughs> Not enough. Tyler Cotton. Tyler Cotton. Yeah. I thought he was a 105 until he was like 6'5 or 6'6. Six, six. And I'm like, oh, that's a big yeah. shredded guy, like traps yeah. coming down from there. Yeah. Just yeah. big guy. So that'd he's, be interesting. He's de- he'd definitely be a sleepy dude. <laughs> Lots of sleep apnea going on there with traps like that. Yeah. <laughs> Chokes himself out. Just, Josh is rolling around OSG. That's, sleepy that looks you? like a sleepy guy. <laughs> yeah. That looks like a sleepy guy. How sleepy are you? How much? Where's the nap room? Have you guys got CPAPs on side? Do I need to bring my own? <laughs> yeah. Do you have sleep pods with CPAPs in between events? <laughs> I had my first full night's sleep with a CPAP last night. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been trying well for done, like three weeks to do it. Huh? <laughs> I said, well done, Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, you kind of feel like Darth Vader or Bane. <laughs> Romanticise it, however yeah, you want. Yeah. <laughs> Paint it black. Yeah, Paint it black. <laughs> Put a helmet on, go to bed. <laughs> Star Wars get bed. The, get the Bane things going yeah. over. <laughs> well, you pretty much do. Turn the you lights got, out. Got- I was born in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't sleep. Born in <laughs> but I can't sleep. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> when I'm on my back, though, I took your advice on the side. Uh, yeah. Sleeping on your side definitely works. Yeah, like that. no kidding. Yeah, Hank, Hank was bullying me about that as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you take someone so else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, great. OSG. So Holzweiler, OSG, Pro Show, ASM again. Mm. Yep. And then we're gonna get you on. I think we're talking about doing um, X Factor. Australia's Got Talent. Maybe doing a sing. Yeah, as well. yeah, I'll see if you can get some inroad, roll some stones out, see whether you can get some. Yeah, he's been in the choir, that's what I mean. Yeah. So At- I, th- I think Atlas we Stone Table could tennis. maybe get him onto Will Atlas, Smith, man. Atlas yeah. Stone Table Tennis. <laughs> table Tennis. <laughs> table yeah. tennis. Yeah. What's the smallest stone that Wheel out a table tennis table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's just like rubber mats, like stacked <laughs> up so it bounces real well. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, love it. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much everything we've wanted to cover, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Do you have any other questions for Josh Putitaka? 
<laughs> King Putitaka. King Putitaka. <laughs> really? I think we covered everything. Yeah, uh, love it. Is there anything else you would like yeah. to say, Joshua? Um, thank you for having me. It was, <laughs> yeah, pleasure. Yeah. Right, it cost a lot to fly you in. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> we bu- broke the budget. It was a long, arduous journey, but yeah. I made it <laughs> yeah. up yeah. the stairs. Yeah. Nicole would like to come down. We'd love ASW, but you know, no pressure. <laughs> if you're yeah. ever down this way, you're welcome on our couch. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only problem. We're in Geelong. Yeah, I know. It's not. No, we're a little bit out of the way. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not like just fly to Melbourne or like. Could we just if we could just keep the ASM like Australia's strongest man in Geelong out of strong Geelong? We'll be Mm. sweet. Two years in a row. Two years in a row is pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Maybe make it a third next year. We've been year. giving um, yeah. all the heavyweights in our gym shit. We've been like, well, we're two for two with different people, so who's stepping up next year? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm coming back. Yeah, I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm unloading plates for those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you prepping for ASM too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Create all these like, inner gym like rivalries and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like start tripping people up, yeah. like taking stuff out of their gym Josh, bag they need Josh for that Josh, the session. nice guy, strong man who's loading plates, like walks past and like just takes a plate off someone's. <laughs> But while yeah, they're squatting. Yeah, while they're squatting. <laughs> you want a 20 kilo plate on there, yeah. right? It's like a five yeah. on there. You're not going to win Australia's Strongest Man like that. Like they're squatting, just putting weight on there. <laughs> uh, great. Thank you for tuning in. That was Josh Pataka, Australia's Strongest Man 2023. We'll yes. see you in a fortnight's time to discuss probably middleweight series. Yeah, that'll be the so, next thing. Yeah. Middleweight series coming in hot in three weeks. So um, mm-hmm. stay tuned and we'll yep. talk to you soon. Goodbye.